Welcome to the Prophecy Club. We have more confirmations that apparently September, October, and November are about to be the upset, possibly the overthrow of our nation. Now, I didn't know Pastor Dana Coverstone, never met him, but Maurice Glar, I met him. Not only did he come in and make a DVD for Prophecy Club, but my wife and I have been to dinner, I don't know, probably three, maybe four times with him and his wife. Also, he was one of the ministers last year at our crusade. And he has prophesied to me and Leslie, I know twice, maybe three times. So I know him personally. I know his family. But more importantly, I know the spirit that he's hearing from. This one, I can verify. This one is accurate. Okay, so let's get started with what he said. July 11th, 2020. Now, Maurice told me once before that he doesn't get dreams. He gets visions. And this is one of them. He says, I just got a very, very strong word of warning. That's one thing. But then he goes on to say, accompanied by a vision. He says, this is the clearest that the Lord has spoken to me in quite a while. And by the way, that's another reason you can count on this, because these people that come up with the word about every other day or every other week or so, (laughs) you know, Jeremiah wrote a whole big book, but that was his entire life. And he was a major prophet. To me, when someone is hearing from God all the time, I, I kind of raise an eyebrow saying, I don't, I don't think God talks that often. And in Maurice's case, he gets a word every year or two or three. But when he gets it, it's really powerful. Anyway, let's go on. He says, the Lord says in the next five months leading to the election, there will be a coordinated, planned, very deliberate, step-by-step plan to take over the United States by Marxist. Well, that's what Dimitri was told. The fall of America would start with an internal revolution in America started by the communists. Now, back to Maurice. The whole point is to stop President Trump from being elected. Well, we know that. The Democrats know that they will lose the election. Well, I agree with that one, too. I think they know. Look, they look at this guy Biden, and they say, you know, he can't even put two sentences together. He's not exactly all there. Even though he's been in Congress for a lot of years now, he hasn't done a thing. He says, Democrats know that they will lose the election. Therefore, there is an all-out attempt to overthrow the U.S. government. Overthrow the U.S. government? That is the definition of an internal revolution. So now this is the second voice we have that is saying that we are coming up to an internal revolution in America starting in November. They're willing to destroy America as we know it in order to stop Trump and America. Well, that's what Benjamin Fulford was told that he had got from one of the elite that said we have controlled this world for thousands of years and we will control it or we will destroy it. The Lord says we must pray and fast. If we do not pray and fast and intervene, America will fall. Well, we know it's going to fall sometime. There's six chapters in the Bible says it's going to. Let's go on. I believe God can save America. He wants us to stand right now, as in stand together in our prayers. He wants us to stand right now. As we have seen a multiplication of violence in the cities, this will not let up unless we have a miracle from God. This unrest has begun. The Lord warns there is another virus coming. I saw ambulances 
hospitals being filled, schools shut down. The COVID is a created virus, a coordinated attack. The Lord says America shall humble herself before me. So far, God has been merciful, but the next level is going to make these last few months look like a picnic. Well, those are almost exactly the same words as Prophet Sundar Salvarej said. He said the Lord told him that another is virus is coming that's going to make this one look like a picnic. Same words. The anarchy is an all-out effort on the part of the Satanists, or you can call them communists if you want to, or Khazaria Mafia, whatever you want to call them, deep state. The anarchy is an all-out effort on the part of the Satanists to take over America. It is time to prepare yourself for the midnight hour. These are perilous times, and the attack of violence and lawlessness could very well destroy America. We need to cry out to God for his miracle intervention right now. I don't like to predict doom and gloom, but I saw what I saw. Now, let me just say, I love Maurice. And I love his wife, Devorah. I, I love them. They're, they're sweet people. And he's a pre-tribber. And I will verify to you that he does not like doom and gloom. You know, he wants to believe that everything is going to be okay. So when Maurice comes out with something like this, it's not easy for him to say this. He's not one that just comes out with bad stuff all the time. There's another wave coming at the end of this summer, an increase in birth pangs. There is another one, which will hit in September. The people of God must intercede like Abraham did for Sodom. It can either go either way. Either America can have a rebirth or not. This haughtiness and pride and arrogance and defiance in America, we must stop. We are in the end times, the last days. We are on the border of the tribulation. It has been restrained, but things are going to the next level. The next things that will happen are not light or little. The world and America are not prepared for what is coming. In the last 70 years, we have never seen anything like this. We have had nothing but ease and prosperity. The average American has not tasted war, but this is a critical time. We must. I'm telling you that we must cry out to God for mercy, he says. The things which are coming are evil. It has already been unleashed. It is already in motion. If God does not put up a standard, we shall see catastrophic change in America. Whatever you are doing with God, you must double it. Brace yourself and prepare for your hearts for a time of trial and endurance that is not going to be easy. Now, again, Maurice is a pre-tribber. So when he's saying this, that's hard for those words to even come out of his mouth. Brace yourself. Well, what did Pastor Dana Coverstone say? Same words. Brace yourself. Prepare your hearts for a time of trial and endurance that is not going to be easy. Christians will be challenged. The church will be persecuted. We are losing our liberty. The Constitution is eroding. We must stop it. We must stand and humble ourselves. Then he quoted Second Chronicles 7.14. If my people which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. Then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and heal their land. Great shakings and great judgments are coming. We need to take heed. 
We need to watch and pray. We need to vote. Only 20% of the church votes. I saw blue helmets of multi-nations. I saw foreign militia in large numbers. If we do not have a miracle, an internal revolution will break out. And this could even happen before the election. There are sinister things going on. America is the greatest nation in history, but when it falls, if it falls, it will fall fast and hard. It will be cataclysmic. Now let's go on to perhaps the solution. I got an email that I think is kind of the heart of a lot of people out there that we need to address. Hello, Pastor Stan. I've been watching some of your videos online about the coming months of destruction in America due to so many people refusing to repent of their wicked, sinful ways. I'm alone myself and battling cancer right now. How does a person who has no transportation at all leave this bad area where there is so much rioting that's so deadly that the Army National Guard will be called out in the cities, and there are major ones. I live in, like, Memphis, Tennessee with my sister. But also, she refuses to stop believing in this rapture theory that has filled the Christian churches with lies, and she is not truly born again either. She hangs around those who actually believe these rapture theories too. I want to leave and go to a very safe place, but I don't want to be out there wandering around and don't have anywhere to live, no safety to turn to at all. How do I link up with the true believers that truly knows what's ahead, what's coming for America? For me, having very little money, or none at all, how can I escape what is coming? What are the easiest steps for me to leave here without a passport? Okay, what I wrote back is, there's a time in a person's life when they must be able to hear from God for themselves. Not through the pastor, not through the prophet, but they must hear from God themselves. They must know that they have a relationship with God, and they must know that God is going to provide and to protect for them. So I wrote down a few things that I suggest. So the next part of this broadcast, I'm going to be talking about how to hear from God. The best way to prepare for the tribulation is to get close, real close, to God. At the end of the day, that's the only solution, is to get close to him. Okay, so how do we do that? Well, start at the beginning. Obviously, first thing we do is we ask Jesus into our heart, because the sins that we have separate us from God. Isaiah 59, 2 says, But your iniquities have separated between you and your God, and your sins have hid his face from you that he will not hear. So if we want to hear from God, the first thing we have to do is remove the sins. That means ask Jesus into your heart. But it only starts there. The next thing I would say is stop sinning. Now, the problem with that is it's a whole lot easier said than done. Because as a new Christian, we might not even realize what we need to stop. We might not even realize some of the things that are sins we might not even recognize those as being sins. We've been doing them so long. So how do we do that? Well, I'd love to be able to send you to a church where they're going to teach all this. But these days, with so many pre-trib churches out there, ugh, I, you wouldn't believe it. Probably one of the most popular emails I get is, do you know of a church that I could go? No, I don't. <laughs> I don't even know one here in the area. I mean, most churches have absolutely nothing to do with us. They wish that we would disappear. 
I might also add they have nothing to do with a third of the Bible. They wish that all of the prophecies in the Bible would disappear too. They would prefer to have an entirely different kind of Christianity. Okay, so what do we do? We stop sinning. How do we know what sin is? You got to start with reading your Bible. Now, before you start reading your Bible, a couple of things. You got to make sure that it's the real Bible. That's the King James Bible. Throw all the others in the trash. Don't give them away because someone might read them thinking that they're the Word of God. Throw the other versions in the trash. Stan, I paid a lot of money for that Bible. Well, you made a mistake. Don't do it again. Throw it in the trash. It's not King James. And go buy you a King James Bible. Now, may I also suggest that you get a good one? I mean, look, if it's a dollar Bible, you're going to put into it what you put into it. In other words, you, you get yourself a good Bible. And matter of fact, I think we still have someone available at the Prophecy Club called Prophecy Club. It's about 100 bucks for a Bible, but it's a nice Dakes Bible. Get your good Bible. Then start reading it. And I don't mean read it when you have time. I mean, you sit down and you set a time every day. Now, for example, myself, what I like to do, first thing in the morning, I will go grab me a cup of coffee and maybe a little juice. I like carrot juice or some kind of green juice or something like that. Just a little small glass of it. And I like to go outside and just sit kind of in nature. And I'm hearing the uh, birds tweet and things like that. And I just sit and I read my Bible and I pray and I spend time with the Lord. Now, that's not my prayer closet. We'll get to the prayer closet. Prayer closet's in the evening. Now, I'm telling you what I do, but there's a danger in me telling you what I do. Then you might think, oh, well, he's saying that this is the way everybody should do it. No, I'm not saying that. You also might think, oh, well, he's saying this, trying to lift himself up as the model. He is Jesus. We're supposed to follow him. No, I still make lots of mistakes. I'm a long way from Jesus. Don't follow me. Follow Jesus. I'm just telling you this is what I try to do to run after the Holy One of Israel. You got to find your own way. And that is kind of the point of what I'm saying. Everybody, 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 everybody has to find their path to the Lord. And that might not be the same for every person. I'm just telling you what I do. But I'll get up, I'll, I'll pray. First thing I do is pray. And that's another thing. Before we start reading that Bible, we have to, we have to pray. And sometimes I forget. And sometimes I'm in the middle, and all of a sudden I realize I forgot to pray. And so I'll just say, Lord, please forgive me. I'm sorry. I mean, I know that your word is endless. It is eternal. Heaven and earth shall pass away, but your word will never pass away. It's eternal, and it is never-ending. No one can ever learn all of it. I mean, if we memorized the whole Bible, we would still not know all of his word. And the only way we can understand it is by asking him to show us and then he will give us the revelations and help us to understand it. First things first, we got to pray before we start reading that King James Bible. That's another thing. Five minutes reading the Bible uh, in the vernacular of the Texan, taint enough. <laughs> taint enough. More like 30 minutes. And if you're new to Christianity, you probably need to be in the Bible about an hour a day, maybe more. I would say, and of course, I'm full-time in the ministry, and I make a radio program, so I'm obviously I'm going to spend more time in the Bible than you. But I probably easily spend, meh, two or three hours a day in the Bible. Sometimes more, sometimes less, depends on what's going on. But what I'm saying is, 
you reach the Lord, let me rephrase that, part, part, and only part of the way we reach the Lord is through his word. You cannot totally reach the Lord through just reading his word. What? No, I'll get there. You make a a commitment to read that Bible, that King James Bible, and I'm going to say you should make a commitment like at least 30 minutes a day and everything else that's getting in the way, clear it out of the way. There's nothing more important if you're new, if you're needing to hear from God, if you're afraid of the tribulation coming up, then there's nothing more important than getting close to God and reading the Bible is part of it. Not all of it is part of it. Next thing, and I'm going to say this is the most important thing, build a prayer closet. And I'm not talking about hammer and nails and wood. Probably the best way to do this is to go to watchprophecyclub.com. Yes, 20 bucks a month, $200 a year. Go ahead and sign up, 200 bucks a year. You're going to need it anyway. Once you start watching these videos, you will find that there's, I mean, there's well, two, three hundred of them up there. There's, you can't watch all of them in the next year. You can't do it. Anyway, go to watchprophecyclub.com and you go and watch a DVD that I did called Building Your Prayer Closet. Out of the 37 DVDs I made over the 27 years I've been on radio, this is probably still the most popular DVD that I have ever made. Building Your Prayer Closet, Protection in Time of Trouble. And in this, I tell you how God called me to start a prayer closet, how I started it, what I found there, what I found works, everything up to, I, surprisingly, I do very little speaking in tongues in it once in a while. I, I do a lot of singing to the Lord, but I sung to the Lord more when I was in a prayer closet where I wouldn't be waking up Leslie in the evening. But uh, it, it's all in that DVD, building a prayer closet, building a prayer closet. Go and watch it. Don't watch it once. You're probably going to watch it several times making notes. Because I'm going to say that worship is the single greatest thing you can do to get closer to God. I'll say it again. Worship. I didn't say praise. I didn't say singing at church. Not the same. See, because praise is telling God what he does and that you love him for it. Worship is telling God who he is and that you love him for it. Let me say it again. Praise is telling God what he does and that you love him for it. Worship is telling God who he is and that you love him for it. So you get into what now in my prayer closet uh, is probably the, the third or the fourth time I would started a prayer closet. And, and here's what happened to me. It just kept laid on my heart. I needed to start. He didn't call it a prayer closet, but he said, you need to start praying every day. So I waited until Leslie had gone to sleep that night. I got up, and I thought I'd snuck out of bed, and she didn't know it. And later on, she told me, yes, I did. (laughs) Anyway, so I didn't know how to pray. I hadn't read any books on it. By the way, I hadn't found any books on it. Uh, Most people say the best source they've found on how to build a prayer closet is Building Your Prayer Closet, that DVD that I did. Matter of fact, when I got done speaking, I was was thinking they didn't like it because there was no applause. There was no one blinking. They were just all kind of looking around. And so after the cameras were turned off, I said, did you not like it? And several people said, yes. We're just stunned. I said, stunned? Does that mean I did a good job? <laughs> but a lot of people love it. A lot of people still to this day. Probably most of the compliments I get at the meetings, people come up and say, man, I love your building your prayer closet. I love it. 
it's embarrassing. I talk about some embarrassing things about me, about some things I had to change. Anyway, what I started to say is probably three or four, three or four di- days after I'd started the prayer closet, the Lord spoke to me. And I, I mean, it wasn't an audible voice, but boy, you know, <laughs> when God wants to talk to you, he can certainly talk to you. And he says, I have something I want to say to you. And I said, yes, sir. What would you like to say to me? He said, well, I want to talk to you about you. I said, about me? Oh, okay, well, what would you like to say? And then, oh, brother, that was the question. And man, I spent the next, <laughs> I spent the next two weeks repenting of everything. I re- <laughs> Again, you go and listen to Building Your Prayer Closet. I explain all of the embarrassing things all the things I had to clear out of my life, all of the garbage, all of this stupid stuff. And I'd like to be able to tell you that it's all gone, but he's still working on me. And probably nobody gets through life without the Lord stopping to work on them. That's just being a Christian. Okay. So that's the next thing I would say. In there, you need to ask the question, Lord, what am I doing wrong? What would you like me to stop or change or do differently? And when you ask that question, look, if you want to hear from God, that's the question. You you ask that question and get ready because you're about to hear from God. Lord, what am I doing wrong? Lord, what would you like to see me stop or change or do differently? Because here it comes. You're about to hear from God. Next thing I'd suggest that you start fasting. I think everybody ought to fast at least once a week, and I don't mean just one meal a day, I mean like at least one day of every seven days should be a fast at least. And that's maybe one of the things you want to do is join our fast track team at prophecyclub.com. It tells you all about it. But see, fasting kills the flesh, and the flesh is what separates us from God. I'd suggest you start with a one-day fast. Now, let me explain a fast. A normal fast is nothing but water. Yes, still take your prescription. Don't hurt yourself. There was one guy that froze to death because he went out into a barn. I heard about the story and was just fasting. Didn't eat cold part of the winter. And literally they found him frozen to death fasting in some barn someplace. So matter of fact, I went and decided I was going to go no food, no water. And I was going to do it for three days. Pastor Massey can do it three days. I can do it three days. Well, Pastor Massey can do it three days. Stan Johnson can't do it three days. I discovered after 50 hours with no water, my body was shutting down. And I knew when I went to bed that night, if I didn't drink some water, I might not wake up. The next thing I might hear is the sound of the trumpet. Jesus has returned. I didn't want that. So I got up and I drank some water. So I can tell you, my limit is 50 hours. I can go 50 hours without water. But see, brothers and sisters, we need to do those fasts, a one-day fast. Don't hear from God, three-day fast. Still don't hear from God, week-long fast. Still don't hear, maybe two-week, maybe three-week. Don't hurt yourself. But start doing some fasting. Ask for a dream. Ask God to give you a dream and a confirmation. And by the way, You don't have to ask out loud. Believe me, he hears every thought. Ask him with your mouth closed. That way you know that that was not the devil. Okay, you ask, what is the question? Ask God for a dream with an interpretation. You get a a dream and an interpretation. You know you heard from God, and it starts from there. And I've asked Leslie. She'll come on and do a whole radio program. She's more of the expert on this, being a prophet, than I am. So I think she's even going to be talking about some of this at the crusade. 
But that's what I would suggest. That's a place to start to where you're beginning to hear from God. Test to see if you're hearing from God. Like one of the things Leslie does is, Lord, so that I can learn to hear your voice, wake me up at such and such time. It would be like an odd number, like it wake me up at 206, okay, so that I can learn your voice. Don't fear, trust him. Don't fear, but trust him. Yes, you'll make some mistakes, but don't stop. Get saved, filled with the Holy Spirit. That means water baptized, Holy Spirit baptized. And also, here's another thing. Your tithes and offerings has got to be right. You can do all those other things, but your tithes and offerings aren't right before the Lord. Mm-mm, not going to happen. In other words, the more error, if you're not walking in the straight and narrow path, then don't expect to hear from God. It's a great privilege to hear from him. That is, until you ask him, is there anything I need to change? And then you're going to get both barrels. <laughs> so anyway. Uh, here's another thing. Get submitted to a church. And that doesn't mean you visit from time to time. That means you're there. You're there every time the doors open and you're there to help. You're there to learn. You're there to uh, agree with that church and that pastor. Now, you might not agree with everything. You probably won't find a church you agree with everything, especially if it's a pre-trib church. And that's another thing. Just because a pre-trib doesn't necessarily mean you can't go to that church. Okay, you can still understand that they haven't been shown the light that there's not a pre-trib rapture. But you can still learn a whole lot of things about the Lord there. But it is important that you are going and submitted and you are part of building, I said building, that church. As you know, I make many broadcasts referring to a list of dreams, visions, audible voices, I believe, are from God, given to Dimitri Dudeman, Michael Boldea, Leslie Johnson, Henry Groover, Shane Warren, Terry Bennett, Marie Scalar, Augusto Perez, Doug Metzger, Bree Keaton, and more. Now, you can have your very own copy. It's called God's Warnings to America. One for 20, five for 30, 10 for 55 at prophecyclub.com. God's Warnings to America at prophecyclub.com. I also just learned that Heaven's Harvest has more food in stock. That's right. Freeze-dried, the coveted freeze-dried food in stock at HeavensHarvest.com. And if you put the promo code in STAN, it helps your Prophecy Club, and it also gets you a packet of heirloom seeds free. HeavensHarvest.com, promo code STAN, S-T-A-N, HeavensHarvest.com, STAN. In 2017, I memorized the book of Revelation. I was shown a secret door linking the feasts to the prophecies of Revelation. For the first time, the book of Revelation can be put in correct chronological order. You can understand Bible prophecy. One for 20, five for 30, 10 for 55. What is the most important information to every beating heart on the globe? After except Jesus, it would be don't take the mark of the beast. Those taking the mark of the beast do not get soul death, but are tormented in the lake of fire and brimstone for eternity. How do you tell them? Give them, miss the mark. One for 20, 10 for 30, 20 for 40. Over the past 32 years, I've collected the best 101 prophecies from Dimitri Dudeman, Michael Boldea, Leslie Johnson, Henry Groover, Shane Warren, Terry Bennett, Marie Sklar, Augusto Perez, Doug Metzger, and more. It's called God's Warnings for America. One for 20, five for 30, 10 for 55. 
My new book is called Tribulation Secrets in Daniel because that's what it does. It shows you the part of Daniel you need to know, being you're about to be a tribulation saint, and will desperately need to know and understand about the last days you live in. One for twenty, ten for thirty, twenty for forty at prophecyclub.com. Prophecyclub.com. When a nuclear device is detonated, the wind blows the dust settling on everything around you. Then you breathe, eat, or absorb radioactive iodine, which then kills your thyroid and kills you. A simple fix is to immediately take potassium iodate pills, which flood your thyroid with good iodine, keeping the radioactive iodine out. You need one bottle per person per exposure for everyone from infant to adult. Ten bottles available for a gift of $225 or $25 per bottle at prophecyclub.com. Shelf life from five to eight years, potentially more if you refrigerate or freeze it. That's prophecyclub.com potassium iodate pills. CornerstoneAssetMetals.com is owned by a prophecy student who reads his King James Bible and supports Prophecy Club. Call CornerstoneAssetMetals.com for gold, silver, palladium, rhodium bars, or coins. They can help you roll over your IRA, 401k, so tell CornerstoneAssetMetals.com Prophecy Club sent you. At WatchProphecyClub.com, you can have instant access to over 200 titles on a recurring monthly subscription of $20 or yearly for $200. At WatchProphecyClub.com, click like, share, and subscribe. Subscribe.